Hey, welcome to Real Talk Web Series episode 33. I'm Todd. This is AJ. Hello. And we are so glad to be here with you guys. Right. This is a special episode. Why? Episode 33. Why is that special? That's my number. What do you and mean, Todd? It's also tattooed on my neck. <laughs> <laughs> and that wasn't weird. Anyway, what I mean by that is that is my sports number and all of my things. Mm-hmm. Why do I choose that number, you ask? You didn't I actually ask. don't know this. Uh, interesting story. So, uh, I was 54, 55, played defense a lot. When I became a running back, too, my dad always loved the number 33 because of a football player that I was too old even for me, Tony Dorsett for the right. Dallas Cowboys, who still has a record that can never be broken, only tied. Longest run from scrimmage in NFL history because you had to start at the one-yard line. He had a 99-yard touchdown run, Tony Dorsett. So, essentially, it was for my dad, and over time, it has become my number, and that is it. We talked about that. They're not interested. But you, <laughs> you, genuinely you are not obsessed with my number. You have a different reason for your tattoo. That's true. Um, How did so, you know I have a 33, <laughs> I have a 33 tattooed uh, on the back of my, behind my ear because I'm a really big wrestling fan, and I actually attended WrestleMania 33 back in 2017. It was really fun. Had a good time. I've been wanting to go to WrestleMania since I was like four years old. So it was a dream come true. It was really cool. Yeah. And people think you're obsessed with me. It's true. Because... <laughs> people either think I'm in a gang or yeah. I'm obsessed with Todd. Like that, like that older guy that came up to you and asked you and you told yeah. him. And he's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, he didn't believe me. <laughs> he, he's like, like to me. Oh, yep, oh, I have to do with that. That's, that's consequences. So. Good time. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, hey, if it's your first time on Real Talk, well, you probably wonder what in the world was that. But Real Talk, what is it? It's just an opportunity, and we created this web series. It's an opportunity to just talk about real questions, real life, God, Bible, faith, all of those kind of things. What does it mean to be a Christian? How does that apply to real life? And what we try to do, the original format, is to answer questions Excuse me, that may people may feel uncomfortable to ask otherwise. So it's up above, right? In this, in this That's case. right. Be up, up above us, you'll see a link. Excuse me, www.theremnant.life slash real dash talk. And if you click that link, it's going to pop up to a form fillable box. Give it a little typey. Right? <laughs> and you put your question in there, hit submit. It goes into our database completely anonymously. Couldn't find it if we tried. Typey. <laughs> couldn't find it if we tried, right? We uh, couldn't find it. No, we've tried. Yeah, we have. And what I was going to tell you is if you don't have a specific question for you longtime viewers, we still, well, first off, Come on, you always have questions you're thinking about. True. But secondly, maybe you have a topic. Maybe yes. the topic is, hey, can you guys discuss what it is, you know, I don't know, to be a Christian, I don't know, what have I heard before? Can you be competitive in sport? I don't know, man. There's gonna be, sure. Could yeah. even be a, a relevant modern topic, like something that culture is mm-hmm. kind of going through. That's right. You know? So anyway, shoot that in there. Also above, I would be remiss, good word. If I didn't mention that, you'll see another link above us, www.theremnant.life slash give. Hey, you know, at the end of the day, all this costs a little money to do, yeah. which we're fine with. We do this because we believe it's valuable and we hope, we know it's encouraged people. It's certainly encouraged That's us. Right. But if you want to partner with us in this ministry, hey, I want you to understand anything and everything helps. Yes. Uh, I typically don't do that. But, you know, if you feel like donating, go for it. If not, and that upsets you, the idea of it, don't even consider it. Pretend I didn't say it. Move on. We'll still be here, Lord willing. And. All's good, but you can know. Click that link. You can. It'll go to a. Oh, I cannot speak today. It'll go to a website. 
with a drop down box, you can hit the drop down, hit Real Talk, and it goes right. directly to um, Real Talk and back into the show. So, so cool. Just a little encouragement for you. And we've had some people do that. So yeah, it's been appreciate a huge you blessing. Thank you guys. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's essentially what Real Talk is. 33 episodes deep. Boom. Yeah, there you go. Um, so no one's ever watching again after this. Uh, so we typically start off by just asking, you know, kind of catching people up on a week. So how's your week been, man? What's been going on? Week's been good. Um, I've had this uh, really good, just, man, it's funny how when you actually decide, and uh, actually, I haven't even told you this yet, but I've been meaning to actually tell you. So I remember when, when I was in a, you know, tough situation, like living situation, and everything, and uh, you guys offered to help. I remember you saying, you know, to be, uh, just be a maniac for Jesus. And, and for some reason, when you said that, it just kind of clicked in my head, like, you know what, let's do it. You know, like, what is there to lose here? Like, yeah, let's be a maniac for Jesus. And that's when I felt so much peace. That's when I felt so much, man, because there's so much fruit, you know. Mm-hmm. And despite the circumstance, everything was fine, you know. Yeah. So I kind of remembered that earlier this week, going into this week. And I was like, you know what? Like, let's try to do that again. And let's try to keep it consistent. So I've been doing really well personally just with my relationship. I mean, it's it's so contingent. I feel like our feelings are so contingent on that relationship with God mm. because when we're not in that relationship, that's when the doubts come in. That's when we get sad. That's when we get anxious and all these things. Yeah, so so it's just been so good for me to be able to say, hey, man, like I've been in the word. I've been trying to maximize my time any way I can to be, you know, with God, whether that's, you know, watching something on YouTube that's not just something dumb, you know, like mm. watching something that involves God, reading something, reading a book, you know, I know I've been, I've been trying to read Wild at Heart forever. I'm back into that. Um, writing, I've been writing again. So, and then just praying, man, you know, actually taking the time to pray for something um, and being bold in that, you know. So, that's just, I've been really encouraged personally. And um, from me living like this, my, my anxiety has been at a low, you know, it's been very low. Hmm. So I'm just really encouraged this week and, um, I'm looking forward to coming on next week to see where I'm at because I think I'm going to be even better because how I'm feeling right now is great. You know, I'm, I feel level-headed, which is good. I, a lot of the time in my own mind, I can feel like I'm just barely keeping my head above water and I'm feeling good. So Hmm. That's awesome, man. What do you think? For you personally, mm-hmm. is there anything that you can do to keep you here? Or what do you think ends up derailing you? Because you said you went through this before. Mm. Um, like you were there, and now yeah. you've kind of re, re-centered. And I think that's part of life, by the way. It's kind of like when you're driving down yeah. the road. Sometimes you got to go, okay, I went too far over. Let me straighten up. Right. So I think part of it's part of life. But do you think looking back, there's something that derailed you? Or um, or what yes. tends to? I think there's, there's always um, – when you don't live it out – to, the, to your best, and I feel like, I know for me, I've always kind of, maybe it's always been an excuse, but I've always been like, well, I don't know what my best is, you know, maybe, mm. I think, I think deep down, I think I do know, and when I know I don't give it my best, um, that, that affects me more than I let off, so when I don't give it my best, I think that's discouraging underneath everything, and then that's when I tend to fall away, it creates that doubt of like, well, you know, you're not in this all the way, because you didn't give it your all, you know, and um, 
And that's when I can, that's when, those are the moments where I can allow a circumstance to get in the way. So, you know, in a time of doubt or in a time of struggle, you know, there's always that quiet voice in your head. It's God saying, you know, you know, Hey, I'm here, you know, instead of sitting there and praying, you know, I, you know, I'm just, I just try to ignore it then mm. because I'm, I'm thinking, Oh, you know, I already didn't do this today. So whatever, you know, it's done. So for me, it's just keeping that consistency and giving it everything I have, man. Um, because I know for me, that's something that has been a recurring theme in my life before I was a believer. And even so far on my journey has been, uh, I always think I'm giving it everything, but I don't think I am. So just maximizing that time, man. Just again, just maniac for Jesus, you know. That's right, killer for the kingdom with an A. Yeah, so we don't see other people murdered. <laughs> but um, although there's a difference between killing and murder. Mm. There's a previous episode that talked about this. I remember. Yeah, you know what's interesting, man? I think is I I don't know if you remember this, but there was a time when we probably first started really talking and getting to know each other. That mm-hmm. You said that to me. You actually said, I don't know what my best is. And you were kind of angry. Like, yeah. I don't know what that is. And I remember thinking, I think I even told you, I was like, man, I don't know how to tell you that. Like, you just got to yep. know. And so as you said that, I immediately had this thought of like, man, that this dude's grown. Like, yeah. That he can even say that. Because instead of looking for the excuse. Yeah, it excuse. was an excuse. Exactly. So that's pretty cool to even hear you. I remember that moment sticking mm-hmm. out to me because you. I always use that as an excuse. Yeah. Growing up, like, you know, with sports or anything, you know, because I, and this is something else you probably remember me talking about. I was always like, I hate the word potential because yeah. everywhere I went in my life from since I was a kid to now people see me and I think it's cool. It, it was, it's, it can feel like it's a lot of pressure. But again, I think that's just an excuse because people can see something special in me, which is cool. And I want to be able to embrace that. But beforehand throughout life, everyone always said, I see so much in you. You got all this potential. You know, and you just, you don't believe in yourself enough to go do it. And so then I got, I got used to the fact of hating potential. I hated it. So I was like, well, I just want to sit. Cause then if I don't try, then I can't say I failed, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And so that's a, that's a, such a common fear for, yeah. for a lot of people is, yeah. is they don't want to fail. So they never try. Exactly. And that's exactly who I was. And that's even who I am sometimes still, but man, I just want to, ah, I just want to get rid of that, you know? And. So far, you know, and on this week, I've done well with that. And I can, I can look at myself and go, you know what, man, like you're doing, you're doing your best right now. And I, I want to keep that up. It's awesome. So it sounds overall pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Very encouraging, you know, and, and it's funny because I've been also trying, been trying to keep that mindset that you talked about. I can't remember who it was last week or the week before, but you mentioned how, you know, when you're in a good place, you know, you don't want to get wrapped up in like, well, what's going to happen next? That's going to make me, you know, that's yeah. going to be bad. You know, just trying to enjoy the moment, you know, and mm. no matter what comes, you know, because at the, at the end of the day, the reality is trials will come because Jesus told us it anyway. So why, <laughs> you know, I freak out about exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing. Good, man. <laughs> How yeah. about you? Yeah, some kind of similar. You, you've clung to this maniac thing. For me, it's been the idea of the, the good life, right? Like, yeah. Talked about the had a two-week short little sermon series on that, and just the idea of, for me, and I mentioned part of this last week for me, I think it was last week, we talked about God's love for the week before, and what that's like, and how I had this sort of epiphany yeah. when I looked at, I realized that I didn't understand it, I didn't, because there was no example to me of that kind of love, so then I just, not because he 
give me a poor example because of my own limitations. I started saying, well, let me start with something I understand. What is a good father here? Mm-hmm. And when I realized and looked at human good fathers in moments like that, and I said, God has already told me that he loves me better than that. But so if all I can grasp is that, that would change my life. When I see a human father, a good human father with their kid, their child, I'm like, man. And then I think that God loves me even that much. I'm like, holy smokes. You know, he doesn't delight. He doesn't enjoy punishing me. He doesn't, you know, he's not looking to even punish. That's not even the way you think it. Yeah. Um, because, you know, the Bible also says perfect fear, cat, perfect fear casts out all punishment because uh, fear, um, ugh, perfect love casts out all fear because fear has to do with punishment. Mm. And, uh, man, you know, it's such a powerful thing and that's kind of all been wrapped up in it. So in that, I've been a lot more joyful, a lot more positive, just resting in who I am in him. Focus on these few things. Yeah, you know, John ten ten. I've come to give you life and give it to the full. Uh, Romans eight twenty eight. All things work for the good of those who believe according to his purposes. Mm. Right. Um, just those things of going. Man, if I really believe that, then why do I live in fear? And when I realize mm. it's for me, because here's the thing: I am pretty bold and pretty. I think courageous say, yeah, I in agree. the sense of human things. Yeah, things I can control. But I can't really control anything, but I have this sense of it, right? So yeah. I'm not afraid of trying things. But I have a lot of fear, man. And a lot of the fear comes from God and, like, waiting for him to take away anything good that ever comes to me. Yeah. Or you mentioned this earlier. I was living under this lie that don't set your – don't get too comfortable, Todd, because bad things are coming. Yeah. You know, you, you're not allowed to have good things. He's waiting for you to mess up. So in kind of living out of, like, understanding and recognizing that that mindset is wrong. And how it was affecting everything I did. It's been just a really cool, freeing thing. However, with that, I was able to encourage some other people. Saturday, Saturday, I had a really good talk with a guy here at church. Um, I think it was really encouraging for him, really encouraging for me. Prayed together, some like fear things. And I, Mm. man, I just feel like, boy, oh boy, was I hammered after that. You know, there's been a testing or the enemy's coming at me saying, do you, oh, so you really believe in him, huh? You really think he'll come through for you. What if I do this, 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 and this? Mm. So, um, and I, and, and for the most part, I was doing pretty good. And then yesterday I had a little moment of kind of like letting it get to me. And then I think last night or me, I just said, no, I'm going to make a conscious decision because I say, I preach this and I believe it, that his truth is independent of my feelings. Mm. So I'm going to choose to live like it's true, even though I don't feel that way. And that sounds simple, but for me, it, it's, it's almost felt like fake. You know me about being yeah, real. I, so I can relate to so that. being real means going with whatever I feel. Well, that's not reality. That's not true. Or the Bible wouldn't tell us to do anything. Yeah. It's not being fake to pursue and believe God and what he says when I don't feel it. That's faith. Mm. <laughs> right? Yes. That's letting faith drive my actions and my mindset. So in doing that, it's sort of this letting go of control. Yeah. And Because I think at the root of most fear and anxiety is the sense that we I don't have control in something. Because we have no control over really anything beyond our own actions. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yep. So I'm with you. So there's that. And then, you know, it's been some tough times and just getting challenged. And there's there's a hard side to the living community together in church. Yeah. It's not all, um, you know, sometimes we believe that loving people means making them happy all the time. And that's not true. Mm. Loving people is wanting the best for them, even when it doesn't make you happy, make them happy. And that's hard. And I use the example a lot of times of if people are out there, what do you mean? You know, if I see someone who is, I don't know, a cocaine addict, sure, 
it's not loving to say, okay, cool, man, AJ, you want some more cocaine? Here's some. Or, hey, love you anyway. Love you no matter what. Go ahead and keep snorting. No, love is saying, stop. You're killing yourself. What you're doing is bad. I'll take it from you. And I know me. If you were snorting coke here, and I know I would literally would grab it and tackle you. I'm not saying you should do that. And <laughs> but I'm saying that's how far I go, right? Sure, yeah. Because I care about you. and I yes. don't. Or if you had a gun and you're like, yeah, Russian roulette, let me. I'd be like, grab it from you and throw you down. You know, in that moment, you don't think I'm loving you, but I am. Mm-hmm. And that goes both ways, too. So Yeah, absolutely. Just, so, but then you get, you know, God does that for us, too. So It makes me think of. And interesting. Yeah, it sounds like you're. But overall, it's good. Yeah, I would say it's still fearful, man. You know, one of the things I realize is I'm understanding. I think spirits are revealing to me the depth of my fear. Because I don't talk about, we haven't talked about in here a lot, spiritual warfare or the spiritual, mm. that we have an enemy. Yeah. The Bible tells us your enemy uh, is prowling around like a roaring lion waiting to devour. We have an enemy, you mm-hmm. know, and he opposes us. Um, he can't stop us, but he can oppose us and, you know do things to try to get us to turn away or to be discouraged and sometimes I realize this sounds really weird and hokey but I'm afraid of that sometimes I'm not people are like oh you know God loves you and the funny thing is or like you know you're still going to go to heaven or all these crazy things I'm like I don't doubt that I just sometimes I'm afraid of how far God will let it go because Mm. I'm not a Job Mm. (laughs) you know and I've been there I've been not to Job's level but in my life in my Job moment yeah and, you know, in the middle of it, I remember going, what else can happen to me? I literally remember seeing that. I, I, could, I could die, right? Like at the moment, at that point. And when you lose everything, you realize that you have everything you need in him. Mm-hmm. And it's funny as you gain more things again, how easy it is to, to put the value of your life on those on everything around you. Does that again. make sense? Again. Yes. Yeah. yes. Dude, oh my goodness. Yes. So, I... I do that all the time. And it's hard. And, and some of that's probably the human yeah. the human adventure, right? The human journey. And yep. boy, he is so good to us to be patient through no that. No kidding, because that's literally been, a, I talked to earlier about a recurring theme of, uh, you know, talking about how, you know, I don't know my best. But that's been, that's another recurring theme is, is when I, the moment where I'm this close to just nothing, that's when the faith comes, becomes the strongest. And like, I have nothing to lose. Here we go. All right, God, here we go. But as soon as you start getting back up on your feet, you have things to lose. Yep, and and you forget. Can you imagine what it would be like? And I know you think the same. I remember in my journal from that time of my life, I wrote, I'll never forget this, Lord. Mm. And then, you know, you look back on it, and there's this sense of, (sighs) yep. And I don't think you forget. I mean, certainly I'm different now than I was before then. Right. Um, But I don't. I don't, I don't think, like I said, the good life, we're not meant to live in fear like that. That's and, right. You know, God is, you know, God loves you. You guys too. God loves you. He calls you children. He calls you friend. Mm. And he says he's going to work out all things for your good. Does that mean we're always going to see that and see what that good is? No. But, boy, that's what it, that's what faith is, right? That's right. So sometimes I get afraid of that. But very, very excited, very thankful. So thankful for him, man, and his grace and that it's real. You know, I always tell people it's real. Um, well, that's obvious, Todd, but no, I'm, I'm serious. I think to say you believe it's one thing, but to take a second right now, even as you watch this, and let yourself intellectually comprehend the fact that this is all real, Yeah, that that's interesting <laughs> to your viewpoint. Yeah. It, it, dude, man, I wish I would do that more often. I wish I would, I would take a – I've talked about that plenty of times throughout this whole web series is taking a step back and just – 
you know, realigning yourself with reality. And <laughs> good, the real reality. Right? Yeah, which you shouldn't even have to say, but <laughs> people, people are like, oh, yeah. what do you mean you're in reality? It's like, yeah, yeah well, I'm shadowing. That's right, and just realigning, and just means that that what God has for us is a lot is is more real than what we live in here. I don't want to confuse somebody. Like, what yeah. the heck's he talking about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Terminology. That's right, and in those moments, man, like it's it's humbling. It's refreshing in a way, you know, like you mentioned a second ago, the Shadowlands, like, like we understand that what we're living in right now isn't what it was supposed, what, what it was supposed to be mm-hmm. originally, but there's still so much beauty in it because yes. at the end of the day, it's still what God created mm-hmm. and what he created is good, you know? Yeah. And that, yeah, even though we mess it up, you can still see his glory. In That's it. right. That's what's wild. And yeah. so just, trying not to take that for granted and every time I try to realign myself in that reality it's good and I think sometimes we can get caught up in the motions of life that you know that's something that we can do every day realign yourself every day if you need it you probably do I think I mean honestly if we take if we do what we should do and take time with God alone for me that always realigns me when I literally when I go into a, a space alone and I take a breath and I read scripture and I don't just read it to get it out of the way but I let myself sit and think and and I don't even think just resting. I end up coming out of it with a better attitude, you know, a better not attitude, although that's part of it, a perspective. Like you said, I'm yep. back in touch with it. So, so if you're out there and you're a praying person, if you're a believer, um, you know, we would welcome your prayers. Pray for just continued protection over us and a lot yes. of stuff going on because we're trying to do good things and we <laughs> certainly need it. But hey, he's good either way, right? That's right. Hey, so yeah, that was good. We actually got some questions. We haven't done this in a few weeks, unless you got a topic. Today. Um, let's see. Give me five seconds. Nope. <laughs> Five seconds. All right, so we'll just dive in to answer a couple of these and um, get going. So, I love our production crew because you know I'm paranoid. Whenever they look at me, I'm like, what's going on? And then, so they just, then he smiled to let me know it's okay. Like, Thank you. So, all right. Um, so I'll go ahead and start. Okay. <laughs> this is a continuing theme, so although I think it's right. So do you think that the gospel of the first century, as stated in the Bible, is relevant for our present time. Yes. Um, and the reason why, this is so funny, because I literally was actually at work the other day and was discussing this was discussing this with somebody. Like, well, that was made for the older times, you know, and now it's, today's different. And they mentioned, like, cars and stuff. And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, well, but, you know, yes, it does apply. Because if you believe that the God of the universe is real and that he created the universe, why, do you, why wouldn't you think? That he can take the words that he's put in this book that he claims is his living word, and it couldn't apply to today. So, um, yeah, and the heart of the gospel doesn't change. What is the heart of the actual gospel? A lot of people get this this word confused. So I'm going to take it that you that you whoever's asked this, thank you for asking. Great question. Yeah. Um, if it, I'm assuming you were using it, I guess the right way in the sense that it's talking about what is the good news, right, of Jesus. Here's mm-hmm. the reality: the gospel says that God created everything perfect. But because of our sin and our uh, rebellion, we have separated ourselves from him. Mm. And it's the story of how God came to us when we couldn't go to him and made a way for us to come home. Because the truth is, you and me and all of you are guilty. Mm-hmm. When the standard is perfection, it doesn't matter how high. When the standard is the moon, it doesn't matter if you can jump five feet and I can jump two. We are still woefully short of the moon, right, of the standard. Right. So... You know, when we couldn't get to him, he came to us. And that's who Jesus is. And, you know, um, 
it's a beautiful thing and he and, and everything that he teaches us it's it's the bible is about telling us the way it was supposed to be and it is when it's lived the right way yeah and uh, man it, it just gives us hope you know the salvation that we can we don't have to live in shame and fear that we can be with god again that we don't have to be eternally separated from him all those things don't change regardless of culture so you take someone from 2019 and someone from you know 30 or 34 AD, right? Like yeah. That problem is still the same. Those two humans are sinful people by themselves. They are separated from God, and without Him, they are bound for judgment. And they're going to be judged based on their life and their holiness. And the truth is, we are not holy on our own. So, absolutely, that doesn't change. So, you know, I think a lot of times what they mean is what you said too. Well, you know, then we start getting into homosexuality and all those. Types yeah. of things, and they think that that changes because of culture, and you know, that's a tough topic. So I want to touch base on it real quick, just because I brought it up. You sure. know, certainly, we are we have to not hate anyone, and I think that's happened. But I'll tell you what, it's also okay to say that God created things to be a certain way, and even if someone has a natural bent towards something that He doesn't want us to do, doesn't mean that it's okay for us to do it. Because I that's have right. a natural bent in my heart to do a lot of things me too. that He doesn't want me to do. So mm. anyway. Um, but yeah, the fact that God loves us and wants to restore us to what we're meant to be and, and make it so we can be with Him, yeah, mm. that's still relevant. Right. <laughs> he made a way when there was no way. Mm. That's good. Song lyrics, right? Yep. Nice. <laughs> All right. All right, next question is, why do we say amen at the end of our prayers? Good question. Uh, amen comes, it's said in the Old Testament and the New. So in the Old Testament, most of the time, it was a lot of times it was said at the end of like a a prophet's judgment or something, mm -hmm. God's judgment on disobedience or anything like that, and people say amen. The New Testament said in almost countless times at the end of all of the books, it says yeah, I mean, amen. Yep. So essentially, the word itself means, what's the exact word, but it, what it really means is like, let it be so. Mm. This is true. Let it be so. It's also used as a sign of praise, particularly in the New Testament. Like, thank you, God, that this is going to be so. Does that make sense? Yeah. So really, it's like we're saying something, and then at the end, we're acknowledging. That makes it so much deeper. I know. Because we're literally like, that, that's, wow. I yeah. actually didn't know that. There you go. Because you're literally, you're so you're having this communication with God saying, all right, I'm confident in you enough to say, let it be so. That's dope. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. Amen's dope. So <laughs> that's the gist of it. So we say it, we say it because of that, and it's modeled by the apostles and um, they all did it, so that's what we do. And it's like you said, it's an acknowledgement yeah, of that. I love learning things, man. Yeah, me, me too. I love learning. I'm so right. happy. Great question, though. That yeah, is absolutely. legitimately yeah, a great question. You taught me something. Thank you for asking. Um, all right. For months, I have been praying that God would change me and make me a better person. Nothing seems to happen. However, what do you think is wrong? Um. So. I've definitely struggled, especially early on, when I didn't, I thought prayer had to be this, you know, formulated letter to God that wasn't real. <laughs> um, so, I first off, I prayed to struggle. So, it's cool that you're praying, um, but at the end of the day, there's still, you have to have the heart to want to change. You can pray, you know, as much as you want, but if you're not truly, and you have to be honest with yourself, if you're not truly willing to make those changes that you feel like you need to make, they're not going to happen. Mm. You know, you have to, because, I mean, 
yes, God can steer us and guide us in a direction, but at the end of the day, we're still walking, you know, and we can, like we talked, like, yeah, we, talk, we were talking earlier about, you know, we can still veer left and veer right, you know, uh, so it's up to you to get back on track and, you know, get that vision towards him, so. Yeah, I think, I think you hit the nail on the head, and I'm going to jump off that. What I think even more what he's saying is sometimes when we pray, we think what we're really saying is, God, God, take away the desire for me to do wrong. Yep, and that's not going to happen. No, that's it's not. Sometimes he, sometimes it does, but most of the time, you know, Paul tells us we're, we have this desire, you know, because once we're saved, we're made holy and all that. But it's we say it this way: it's it takes time for the outside to catch up with the inside. Um, yeah, that process. So you know, it sounds like you're what you mean by nothing seems to happen is you want him to do it for you. Yep, you want him to take away the desire. Uh, that that's prob that may not happen. So yep. then. Here's the cool thing. The very fact, in a weird way, man, this, this question to me is an answer to your prayer because you're saying, change me, make me better. Nothing seems to happen. And we're telling you right now, just do it. Yep. Right? Nike says, just do it. You know? say Nike, um, maybe you should start ch- praying for, Lord, give me the strength mm. to choose to do what I know you want me to do. Right? So that's what I would do is, is, is stop waiting to feel like changing. And start making the changes, and watch how your feelings catch up. Mm. And that kind of goes That's with what you're saying. Man. Yeah, I love it. Okay, okay. So <laughs> he doesn't like the long ones. <laughs> I know. I'm like, Ugh. all right. <laughs> this. All right. Ooh, here we go. Yeah, we're gonna get it. Did something that I know was sinful. I, okay, they essentially I did something. Is okay. What they meant. All right, so did something that I know was sinful and against God's will. All right, read it as I did something because that that there was an I there that just. Oh wasn't. wait, oh so it's did I? No, wait. it's I oh, did oh, something. I did. <laughs> How about I read? You gonna read it? Just I read got it. this. All okay, right. I'm gonna put an I this yeah. time. I got this. All right, scratch. We're going starting over. Here we are. Okay, I did something that I know was sinful and against God's will even before, during, and after I did it. I don't even feel guilty about it, but I do feel guilty about not feeling guilty. How do I repent if I don't feel guilty? I don't want to ask for forgiveness if I don't mean it, but I want to mean it. Uh, I think you hit the, can I see that? I think you hit the, yeah. you know, I think the, the answer to your question is in here and it's tied to the last one. You said, uh, I don't even feel guilty about it, but I do feel guilty about not feeling guilty. How do I repent if I don't feel guilty? Um, that's the key. It, it, you know, here's some hope for you. There's something inside of you, and it sounds to me, I believe there's Holy Spirit in this. Like, I, I believe you're a believer because in a sense, you're, you know that you should feel worse for what you did. But here's the cool thing. You still know it was wrong. Yep. So stop worrying about if, if you feel like it's wrong. And repentance is not a feeling. Repentance is a willful t- decision yep. to turn away from whatever you're doing. That's good. So... I, you know, put it in smaller terms. Here's a pie. I'm on a diet. I may, if I'm waiting to not eat this pie until I don't feel like eating a pie, by the way, I love pie. I'm going to eat the pie every day. Instead, I have to go, no, turn around, walk out of the room, take the pie, throw it away, do something so that that's not there. Yes. You don't wait to feel it. So Mm -hmm. it's the same thing. And I think your key is here. Hey, how cool is it that you've even admitted that? And I would talk to God about that. Listen. God is a living God. You know, that's another thing that's been blowing me. He, he interacts with us still. It's not just he threw us in the ocean 
to figure it out, and he just chucked us a book. Yes, God's word is real and true, and what a blessing it is, but he also sent us the spirit to guide us and comfort us and yes. show us the way and counsel us. He, mm -hmm. Jesus said that. So talk to him and just tell him, Lord, I don't know why I don't why I was okay with this and why I still want this, but I know it's wrong and I'm choosing, Lord, to follow you even though I don't feel it. That's mm -hmm. faith. Yes. Faith is not feeling. And I think that it's so I love this person's question. Me too. Because underneath all this is faith. I agree. Because they're saying I, I don't want to do it if I don't mean it, but I want to mean it. What a beautiful thing. Like, Absolutely. To me, that's Paul almost. That's Romans 7. I'm doing something I don't want to do. Go read Romans 7. This is exactly what you're struggling with. Yep. I don't do what I want to do and do what I don't want to do. Right? And then you say the truth. But that your real heart is that part of you that says, I don't want to do this. And that's your real heart. And and choose to live out of that even when you don't feel it. Make sense, you think? Yep. Right on. 100%, cool. man. Uh, this third one, we're saving for a live one, okay. which I just saw. So tune in Thursday. Why did I do that voice again? Man, we've you been doing this. Listen, we've been doing this silly voice. How long has this been going on? A couple months. Probably. Now, listen, we've done this several times with other voices. You guys are thinking we're weirdos. We're around each other last so week. We do these little inside jokes. And yep. I've started doing it with everyone. Who are you talking about, man? <laughs> Even today at the church, there was someone here. And I was like, hey, I hope you enjoy yourself. And then I walked up and I was like... And they, and they were like, thanks. And then I walked in and was like, oh, that's so embarrassing. So forgive us for the numerous times I do that. Try you out of habit. You got one more on your end though, right? Yes. How can you say that there is such a thing as hell if God is really a God of love? I'll let you take a stab at this first if you want. Sure. Let me read it. <laughs> Apparently there's a difference between when he reads it for me and reads uh, it in general. <laughs> yep. How can you say that there is such a thing as hell? I naturally put God my pinky really... up whenever I drink out of one of these. Really? I never you know how they kind of mock it? Yeah, I think I think it's a weight thing. Because watch, this is weird. This, I got control. Interesting. Why did I say that? If I never... Anyway, go on. <laughs> I love this episode. There's such a... Okay. If you're so, listening to this as a podcast, I was holding my cup with my pinky up. Right? Yeah, <laughs> you gotta explain. Hey, hey, a lot of people listen to this like a podcast. They do. Um... So, here's the thing. God doesn't, he's not a part of anything that was bad. Anything that he created, it was good. Um, so, when it comes to hell, we choose hell. Mm. Uh, God gives us the opportunity. That's why there's, you know, free will. And, unfortunately, free will, we tend to use it as, like, well, if God loved us, why would there be free will and all these weird things? It's like, well, what if there's a, why God, do you really think God would be loving if he didn't give you free will? Mm -hmm. You'd be like a slave. But it's, but it's a beautiful thing though, because Paul talks about being a slave to Christ because mm -hmm. that's his choice to be a slave to Christ because through Ooh, his free preach. will, he used that. Preach. He should be a slave. So, slave to sin. You don't have a choice. Exactly. So yeah, uh, God does love you because he gives you an opportunity to take your life and set it aside for his only son's life and you can be judged on that merit instead of your own that's love like <laughs> bro that was so good i just broed you that was so bro. good uh yeah the only other thing i would say he said it right on is i have to give an analogy like this if you're in a burning building yes yeah, so and i we started the fire i went over and like we were messing around you know you're uh he told us not to start play with matches we play yep. the matches house on fire and, and god says here's the way out Yep. I can get you out. You can come home. You can be, excuse me, safe. And we say, no, I think there's another way. Or, no, I'm not burning. And we just stay in it. Yep. That's not 
wrong. God told you the way out. And I love that you said that because that's so true. You choose hell. People are going, no, I didn't. Yes, you did because God is telling you the way out. You may not, you know, in that scenario, you may be like, well, I don't like to go out the window. I want to go out this door. And he's like, yeah, but the house is on fire. You got to go out the window or you got to, but I want to, or I want to make my own door. I want to make yep. my own window. Your desires do not equate to reality. And often I say this, I can get on top of a roof and jump off and flap my arms and say, I'm going to fly, but I'm not going to fly. The reality is the situation is we've put ourselves here by our disobedience to God, rejecting him, and he's given us a way out. So if we don't take that out, that's not him. Nope. We are all destined to hell, right. for, which is separation from God, right? Eternal mm -hmm. separation from God. That's right. Um, that's the situation. He is so loving to give us a way out. And yes. like you said that, and I think... I think that's it. And don't confuse that. Um, God is also just. So understand that. You know, that's an aspect we're not even talking about. And before you don't think those two things go together, um, they do. You know, you would not think a judge, you wouldn't go, well, that judge was really loving when he let the murderer off. He said, that's okay, go home. Here's a knife, by the way. Go ahead. And, mm -hmm. You know, you don't, you wouldn't say that was a just judge. You wouldn't. And some people could go, but he was really loving. Is that right? Is that good? No, God is both good and he is just that's right um and in fact the credible thing is is that in his goodness and his love i love what you said he allows that justice to be um met through jesus instead of our own that's right and that's incredible that's right? love, that man. is love yeah yep. it's really good hey these are great questions you know i've yeah. enjoyed the topics but i enjoy these too oh absolutely so yes there will be a link above www.theremnant.life slash real dash talk. Mm. Ask us a question. Topic. Or give us a topic. We would love it. <laughs> so, yeah, anything you want to say before we... Uh, yes, thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, I want to let know about Thursday, too, if you would. Yes. This upcoming Thursday, we have Real Talk Live at 9 p.m. Come join us for shenanigans, for Jesus Talk, for <laughs> Jesus Talk. I say that's weird. It's truth, though. It I like that. Jesus Talk. talk. Uh, yeah. Drink some coffee, have some fun, invite your friends. We actually broke a record last week. We got to sing for the first time in forever, and it was a blast. That was incredible. Man. It was. All we got to do is threaten to keep mustaches. And I'm mustaches. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, come be a part of the fun. Um, man, what a cool ministry it's turned out to be um, overall, you know, with the combination of this and our live sessions. We've met so many cool people. Um, and, man, it's just been a blessing. And uh, so thank you guys. Come check it out. I think that's about it. Yeah. Uh, did you give him the time? Yep, 9 p.m. Oh, I didn't hear if you did, but hey, sorry, I was zoned out. 9 <laughs> p.m. this Thursday. We may or may not have a guest. I think we will. Surprise, surprise. There it is again. Uh, so, yeah, we would love to see you this Thursday. In the meantime, if this video blessed you, encouraged you, made you laugh, you enjoyed it in any way, would you do us a couple of favors? One, if you have not liked our church page, um, go like that that'd be great yes. but even before that i should have said first first and foremost if it bless you would you like this video yes. just hit the like button smash that like button that's hey. what they say right smash that like button like it um share it if it encourages you and you know when you share things if you put a little blurb at the top it makes your friends more interested so hey check this out this was really funny or hey check this out i enjoyed this part that's right people like that that's okay you can say hey you should really jump in on minute 10 to 15 Absolutely. you know let your friends know what encouraged you about it. otherwise they're gonna they're just gonna think it's some random thing so that's right um i know i do that if i see someone post something on it, it makes me want to click on it more so mm -hmm. we love that hey if you have questions or comments or you have thoughts on the questions we answered 
Go ahead and write in the comments below. Yes. We will see those. We will respond to them, like them, do something of the sort. Yes. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> what? What? Yes. Yes. Um, so, yeah, he already mentioned it. We have the link above for the questions. And, again, if you'd love to donate to our ministry or partner with us in that way, it's www.theremnant.live/gives. Completely tax deductible. So you'll get a little mailing in at some point, letting you know, or you can keep track of it yourself. Um, goes directly into this. I think that's about it. Yeah, man. We appreciate you guys so much. Truly, truly, we appreciate you. We hope you have a great day, and God bless you.